and welcome back to A Life Economy, dedicated to exploring the intersection of technology, spirituality, and consciousness. We're your hosts, Cosmo Scharf. And Summer Perry. And today we are very blessed to be joined by uh, Sarah Adams. Welcome, Sarah. Thank you for having me on. I'm excited about this show. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, we're excited to have you here as well. So you are, I guess you would describe yourself as an intuitive healer. And uh, you've appeared on Gaia and Vice, and I was actually very captivated by your your interview on Gaia specifically several years ago. Um, you're talking about the multidimensional reality and past lives, and we're going to dive deep here today on this episode uh, into spirituality and all kinds of um, really, I guess, kind of far out topics, although... I would argue that maybe they're they're not so far out because there's more reality <laughs> than meets the eye. Um, you know, you, you shared about many supernatural experiences that you've had, including you know telepathy, time travel, astral projection. So, um, <laughs> I would I guess I would love to to start you know with a, with a brief intro about your experiences and, and your work. Wow, it's like you know there are many things that I experience and so it's kind of hard, but it's great that my team gave me that label. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I have a lot of memories of living on Mars, of um, Atlantis, um, Egypt. Actually for me, Egypt is one of the most recent kind of uh, civilizations that is connected deeply to uh, Atlantis and definitely to the, civilizations we had on other planets so that was my most recent incarnation where they hadn't exact like quite fallen from the truth and from the ancient uh, ancient practices as I call them um, you know and I, I have I have like two billion years of uh, memory <laughs> traveling <laughs> planets wow. having different bodies sometimes I was an ET sometimes they went to different realms and just stayed there a while and then came back to the physical realms so I have a lot of memories of that and you know then I, of course I speak to ETs I speak to these different councils and uh, there's over 200 ET races uh, that are visiting the planet, by the way. I interact with the spirits. I interact with the um, souls of those who passed, uh, which they're, by the way, which we can maybe get into this. They're kind of really worried about humanity. Mm. Um, so I'm experiencing a lot of different things. So I don't like to label myself. I label myself that. My team helped me with that. That was the <laughs> easiest way to sure. get people to understand me. Yeah. Because they were like, what are we going to label you as an alien? I'm like, well, I'm in a human body here and I have had alien lives. And, you know, so it was a, it was interesting doing the labeling thing. But for me, I'm God. And I know that sounds absolutely drastic and crazy to a lot of people because they haven't opened up to the things that I know. But yes, you know, we're all God, we're all spirit. And we take on these different bodies, whether they're ET bodies, whether they're human bodies, whether it's animals, plants, trees. But above that, we're God. So mm. it's for me, that's the that's the knowingness that I have within myself that I'm God. And I have all these different experiences, which are beautiful. I'm kind of like a eternal cosmic traveler. Mm. And I will, I, I'm awake to that. And I do believe that in the future, many people will wake up to that. Yeah, I agree. So, you know, I personally don't have any memories of past lives, although I believe that it's a real thing. I believe that it's, that it's, uh, you know, 
possible for sure. I mean, many people have shared their their experiences out of body, and you know, I I I believe that humans are way more powerful than we believe ourselves to be. And mm-hmm. I guess I'm just curious, though. You know, with someone listening to this podcast, they start listening and they're like, "Okay, hold on, wait a sec." You're saying, "I, you remember being on Mars? You remember being in Atlantis? Like, what does that actually look like? What, could you, could you kind of share, um, I guess maybe an example or, um, you know, do you see imagery when you say that you remember these past lives? Like, what does that mean for you?" So it's almost like you would remember an experience that you had. Mm -hmm. Um, That's how I remember it. And initially they were hyper advanced and Mars wasn't the only planet that was inhabited. And by the way, planets, as you see, um, they're physical and 3D. They're also ancient spirits. They're Mm. spheres and spirits, Mm. their energy, condensed energy. How a planet is created is when energy is condensed. That's what makes a solid object. So it's condensed energy. Each planet has a specific uh, uh, frequency in it. Each frequency connected to each one of our chakras. Venus is connected to the heart chakra. So each one of these planets have a specific frequency that, and each one of the planets are connected to each one of our chakras. This is an ancient system. All the planets were originally inhabited. There was a cataclysm. And I remember them being inhabited and people used to travel um, astrally, they used to travel among the realms. They could teleport. Um, they had temples. There's a temple on each planet. On Venus, there's a, the temple of what I call love. And for the heart chakra, so there's temples on each planet. And they were attuned to each specific energy of that planet, these temples. And, and beings would travel to them. And they would you know, go into these temples. And these energies would fill them and replenish them and regenerate them and rejuvenate them. So not only Mars was inhabited, um, Mm -hmm. Venus was inhabited, Neptune, Neptune is where there was the aquatic species. In fact, the, um, uh, the, the creation of fish and whales and aquatic species actually comes from Neptune. So we, and, and, and even certain plants and animals, they come from other planets and other realms. Um, so this, there was an interplanetary system and also interdimensional, multidimensional, where beings uh, took physical bodies and they were doing genetic testing. So, but in, in divine law and a divine order, so they were creating these bodies coming from the spirit realms into the physical bodies. It was quite beautiful. Mm. And um, so it was very advanced and they were aligned Mm. with the divine. So they had this mass amount of wisdom and knowledge that was infinite and eternal flowing through them, which allowed them to channel that into the 3D worlds, 3D creation and be hyper advanced. And the technology that we have now it's, it's nothing compared to the technology that they had. This is what I remember. So they would, you know, they would, they would channel in the energies of the different moons and suns and things like that. And they were quite powerful. They could, um, they would go out their bodies. They had treaties with interdimensional beings, just like we have ambassadors. They had ambassadors that would open up new portals and gateways and create new treaties with, creation and creation is vast. It's, 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 it's huge. So this was, there was a flow between the realms of the supernatural, the spirit and the physical 3d realms that we no longer have. 
that it's 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 been long forgotten. So I remember this, and I remember they're traveling among the stars, and that Earth was the newest planet, and they had it was kind of like a backup planet. It was kind of like when you put in a uh, a USB to to save all your information <laughs> in case your computer gets wiped. They put uh -huh. in a lot of genetics from the other planets. Um, things like uh, strawberries and um, the 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 chocolate trees and all that that comes from Venus. Different roses come from Venus, so they put in all of these different um, DNA and plant species and um, things from other planets onto Earth. It was huh. the backup planet when this this cataclysm, which I have full memory of, and I spoke about this on Gaia also. When this happened, the 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 spirits, the, the last remaining hub of 3D physical reality that was okay was here on this planet. And the spirits came and beings came from the other planet and they came into these bodies, which were the human body, by, by the way, is divine tech. It's the latest creation of the bodies that they were creating because they were creating different bodies. That's why you have the elongated skulls. That's why you have these different, um, you have the giants. These were different bodies that they had yeah. created to inhabit. This is the the latest technology is the human body. Fascinating. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, what you're describing, you know, from a certain perspective can seem very much like a sci-fi reality, but it is the reality that I subscribe to. I mean, some people might <laughs> want to argue with that, but I, I think it's fascinating and, and, and amazing. And I'm curious, um, you know, in, in this breadth of experience, which is, which is quite, quite vast, right? I mean, you're saying, you know, 2 billion years worth of memories or, or <laughs> more, more or less, um, you know, wh what have they, what have they taught you about the nature of reality and, and the meaning of, you know, why we're here or why, why, why you're here on earth at this time? So they expressed to me, well, I chose to come to the planet because the thing is, is that everything's a bit in chaos and people, they, they, they're disempowered. They don't realize how powerful they are. They don't realize that, you know, they're in these physical bodies, but they're, they're spirit and they've forgotten the realm of spirits. They've forgotten their, their, their past. They've forgotten themselves, their, their true selves below this layer of skin that they put on. Mm. And for them, for humanity to be okay, for them to survive, they need to return to the soul, which is God energy within them. So I chose to come here. My counsel, you know, my counsel told me, they said, don't, don't go to earth right now. It's really hard there. And I said, you know, because I do have free will, I'm going to come to earth. So I decided, decided to come to earth specifically for this to channel in the information to remind people that hey we have polluted oceans we have polluted skies we have disease we have sickness we have people that are depressed we have people that are suppressed across the planet however we within ourselves when we channel this energy when we connect to ourselves mm. literally we have immense power to shift this and it's important right now with with everything that's happening in the world it's important that people understand this that they are you know they no longer need to to be the victims in their lives they no longer need to live in suppression they no longer need to live you know where they're they're suffering every day they have the power to shift that and we can shift time we can shift reality timelines we can even heal the oceans and the um, skies and stuff of pollution because pollution is a dense energy and we can channel higher energies to actually cancel out 
or transmute those dense energies and that will heal everything. Yeah. Wow. Um, so yeah, there, there are many dark narratives about what's going on in the world right now with coronavirus and, um, you know, obviously there, there are many crises, right. When it comes to the environment with the food and the water and the air, as you mentioned, what's your perspective on, on kind of current affairs and, you know, is there some sort of spiritual war going on? Of course, there's a spiritual war going on. That's that's a, a true conspiracy right there. There's a war on consciousness because God is an energy force that flows through the earth, through the oceans, through you, through me, through everything. Pollution is dense energy that blocks that flow of cosmic energy through everything. So they're mm -hmm. trying to literally block us off from God energy that flows through everything. The more a person has dense energies, the more they're functioning from here. And they're in a state of what I call uh, of being asleep. Whenever the body has a lot of energy flowing through it, they remember their past lives. They remember mm -hmm. uh, everything. And they're tapped into th this God consciousness. They can truly see what's going on in the world. And they understand their power and they live in that power. So they don't want you to be like that. They want you to be at the mercy of the system because the day that humanity wakes up, they no longer, the elite no longer have power. They will no longer be able to hold positions of power and authority. And this is a big problem for them. And they know this. So they know by, by, by polluting um, the planet that keeps the frequency of the planet up and that keeps humanity asleep. Mm. And yes, this is a huge conspiracy. It's a huge war on consciousness going on. And those who are truly awakened can see this and understand how it works. So they want you to stay asleep. They want you to go to your nine to five job. They want you to go ahead and be fearful. They want you to to be unhealthy because a person who is healthy, who has energy mm -hmm. flowing through them, who is really doing well, who's connected to their soul and God source within, that's a problem for the system. That person has immense power and that's a problem for the system. So they want to keep everyone from that. As for the viruses, viruses, again, are a low frequency and we have the power to go in and clear frequencies out of our bodies. And we and bring in a channel in higher frequencies. We can talk to the sun like the ancient Egyptians. They were sun worshipers. We can tell the sun channel in your frequency and it will do so. We can talk to the ancient spirits that we that are called planets in this 3D world. They'll channel their frequencies into us and, and fill us with these higher frequencies, which will bring us up in frequency. This is important to do right now. And when we do this, this cancels out. Those lower frequencies and disease and viruses and pollution, toxicity are all simply frequencies, lower dense frequencies. Mm. So they know this. So they're bombarding us with this. And, and, and interestingly in the, enough in the word Corona is connected to the crown. So the, 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 the fear of this disease, just the fear energy alone is a dense energy and it's blocking you from connecting to your crown chakra and connecting to the divine. So it's, it's really, for me, a war on consciousness. They're trying to cut off the crown chakra. Mm. They're making people afraid. They're wow. also doing all of these things to cut people off from mm. their crown chakra, which is connected mm. directly to the divine and higher consciousness. Yeah. Wow. It's sort of like you answered so many questions I had just then. Um, but I'm really interested to understanding how you originally either started clearing 
and raising your frequency? Did something happen in your life or did you just retain it from childhood? And if there's anything you can share with uh, listeners about how to clear their frequency and raise their vibration. So, you know, a lot of my work is to teach people about the divine tech called the body, the divine um, energy within us called the soul. Um, and yes, I've been through a quite a few interdimensional battles. And, um, you know, luckily it came out all of them. <laughs> okay. Um, some took some, they, they did me some damage, honestly. Uh, but that was my mission. My mission was to come here, clear out dense energies, clear out lower forces. Either they get to go back to the divine or they have to go back to their dimensions because earth is being freed of these um, entities and energies. So that's my mission of which I fully embraced without, um, you know, complaining. Cause at one point I did complain a little bit to the councils. I was like, Hey, I got here. It's hard now. <laughs> I'm, I'm, maybe I, this is harder than I, this is definitely harder. Maybe I shouldn't be here. Maybe I should just go somewhere else. And they were very supportive to remind me I had chosen this mission here. And they, they did show me, you know, if I continued, it would, I would really do some great work for the world. So I continued my mission. Um, you know, when it comes to the body, the body's divine text. So you have the organs. Now the body is the original temple. And Christ said, the body was the temple. Now, the thing is, is that we're looking in religions, we're looking in churches, we're looking in all these places without realizing the body is the temple. This mm. is the important place right here to actually commune with and connect with. Um, if you go to Europe, you see cathedrals and they have an organ in them. When you play the organ, it creates this beautiful tune inside the whole cathedral, cathedral, of course is the the it's a temple it comes from it literally comes from the designs of temples that we had in ancient time the architecture of temples so that's what cathedrals and churches do they come they come from that and if one of the keys of the organ is off the sound the symphony in the whole cathedral is off we have organs if one of them is blocked with dense energy the symphony in our whole body is off so we have to go in and speak to our organs. So I go in and I, I literally, what I do is I visualize, and well, I can do this instantaneously, but I get my um, clients to visualize a golden tunnel of light. They fly up that tunnel. They keep flying until I get them to 22D. And yes, you can go past 5D. Um, that's, that's a whole story in itself, <laughs> which I would probably be hard to cover today. So you go past 5D, you go all the way up to 22D. When you go into 22D, you feel tingles all over your body and you can feel you're in God consciousness. So then you focus on your liver. You don't need to know where it's at. Most people don't know where their organs are. I've learned this from working with people. So you then you ask your liver, do you need cleared of, you know, um, do I need to delete uh, negative emotions, past life karma, um, pollution, bacteria, and go through a list out of you. And, the, and then you clear your mind. And I, I'm not kidding you. The thought will come through and tell you what needs to be cleared out of your liver. So then you tell your liver, delete this frequency out of me, delete this trauma out of me, delete this or whatever you need to delete out of me. 
and it'll do that. Then you ask your liver, what color light do you need, need to channel? And it'll say, if it's got inflammation, it'll say light blue because light blue is good for inflammation. So then you go ahead and you do that and you do that to every organ. This is what Christ meant by one shall, should, that one needs to die to be born again. Doesn't mean to physically die. Like people think it means that we must completely, completely clear out our old energy body and create a new light body. Mm. So once I go through the whole system, even through the blood cells, the bones, every part of the body, and this mm. is extensive work, once that's deleted out, then I start to go ahead and rebuild the light body. And let's say a person is suffering from a they, they had a really, um, they had a heart attack. A heart attack only happens because not, not a enough electrical energy is coming through the heart. And that's via toxins, emotions, a lot of different things. The only reason the body shuts down is because there's not enough electrical energy. Your soul is not united with your body. It's, it's unhappy. So it's out here and your body's right here. As, it, as your soul gets farther out, you age, you get sick and a lot of things because the soul, and the, which is electrical energy, keeps the body alive. So basically you have to go in and you have to clear. And as you do to your soul steps more into yourself and then the two become one and, and, and you become ultimately powerful because that you're, you're instantaneously like, um, instead of a lot of people are what I call slow, like they, 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 they their systems function very slow. The, the more your soul's in, the more you're instantaneously functioning quick and you're one with God's source and you just have this knowing. And these are the, this gives you powers. This gives you a lot of different things that access to stargates, access mm. to speaking to ETs, um, many different things like that. So like, like going back to the heart, I delete stuff out of the heart, delete the old blue imprint of energy. And I create a holographic energetic heart and merge that in people feel it instantaneously. And then what that does is that energy powers the heart and replenishes the heart and heals the heart. So we must create a whole entire new light body. And that's what it means to be when Christ said, thou shalt die to be reborn again. That's what it means. And then when that, there's enough light in you, you uh, tap into Christ's consciousness. You realize that every one of us is Christ. There's not just one Christ. We're mm -hmm. all Christ. We're all God. We're all connected. Once mm -hmm. that happens, guess what? We have these, this stuff called junk DNA that the, they talk about. Junk, there's no such thing as junk DNA. DNA only shuts off whenever there's not enough energy. So the more the energy, mm -hmm. when you bring the energy, it lights up your junk DNA and it lights up something called the junk, the, the God gene. The God gene is something that there was a lot of, um, there was a lot of um, studies done on the God gene. The God gene basically, uh, um, they found it was lit up in people who were prophetic, people who were clairvoyant, people who were truly psychic. So when we have enough energy flowing through us, all our junk DNA gets lit up. So does our entire brain. The reason these things are shut off is because not enough energy is flowing through us. So we don't, we, on this planet, we haven't understood at what capacity we can actually function at it's much higher than now. Most people are functioning at like 20%, if that, uh, because when the soul comes to come in the body at the point of conception, basically with all the, think about it, the, the, it's the, the energy field of their parents, it's, it's all full of all this karma, this trauma, mm -hmm. all the wars, all of that stuff. It's which is dense energy and soul is beautiful. It's 
it's it's a beautiful thing it's it's love it's 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 very you know it's wild and free it just like it's like i don't want to go into this like that this that this body where there's already all of this in there so it can't fully merge so it merges a little bit so most people are born with only like 20 percent of their soul merged so once we go in and we clear everything their soul fully merges in then they wake up and they're like, whoa, it's like I've been kind of like sleeping mm. beauty this whole time. <laughs> I did not realize that, you know, there was all this other, the, these other dimensions and th- there, there's just so much. Wow. Fascinating. Yeah, <laughs> um, I love what you're saying about the organs and, the, and how they have their own intelligence and, and awareness and how you can speak to them. And that is, makes a lot of sense. And <laughs> And, and also the connection between the organs and the planets and how everything is fractal. Really, really yes. interesting. Yeah. And we're living too much in the lower, in the lower chakras. Right. And we're not connecting to the higher chakra system. Mm. So there's a split and then it's, it's like, then we have the Merkaba, we have the aura, we have the, mm. the physical body, we have the emotional body and all these things are disconnected. So it's really important to go in and reconnect them. And that's a lot of the work that I do. I connect all these um, different parts of the self up. Mm-hmm. And then as you connect up, you're, you you can instantaneously, I instantaneously just switch, can see ETs, speak to the ETs. And my friends can actually feel their presence. And, mm-hmm. and I'll just tell them what the ETs are saying. And some of my friends I've trained so that they can see the ETs too and speak to them. So yeah. we are multidimensional. We sure. have forgotten this absolutely i mean it's it's a it's a very powerful realization to become aware that there is more beyond the reality of just what we can perceive directly right with our five senses and then i'm curious so when you say that you're able to interact with these ets i'm assuming that they're in another dimension that is adjacent (laughs) to ours or some somewhere close by and then you're able somehow to perceive that dimension that is close by. I, like, I'm curious, like, what, what does that actually look like for you? So they appear to me just like, you know, a person in the room. And I have a lot of, a lot of love for them because they're doing their best. Um, they're doing their best to try to help out humanity while respecting the karma of humanity. Because mm. if they just came and they helped humanity out, people would do the same terrible things again and, and expect to be rescued. So if mm. they step in and completely just take care of everything, that would actually just keep humanity from evolving. So they're, they're helping out. They're making sure there's no nuclear wars. They're making sure there's no wars going on. They're making sure that elite leaders who would create wars are elected. And that's happened since the last great world war on this planet. So they're doing things like this all the while watching humanity, like that child that's taken its first steps, you know, it's going to have to fall sometimes before it learns to walk. Cause now I have such love for them. And I just, I have so much um, respect for the unconditional patience mm. and faith <laughs> yeah. and compassion patience, they have on humanity yeah. yes yeah and you know our some of the governments of this planet have done some very terrible things towards them and i'm aware of this and um despite that they don't give up in trying to do what they can to help the planet while not breaking the cosmic divine mm. laws that they adhere to so um 
yeah, you know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and I'm, I'm obviously doing this podcast in my bedroom here. I wake up, I sit up and there's, I'm, there's the council surrounding me. They're like, okay, this is information today. You need to give to humanity. We're worried about the ocean. She's an ancient spirit. She's on this planet to, you know, just to, um, she's here to give her, her us her, her divine presence to let us swim in her, to let us, you know, experience her beauty. And they're like, she's suffering. Tell them that they can channel energy to heal the ocean. They need to care about the spirits and the realms of the spirits and their spirits. Mm. So they'll come to me and tell me about things like this, or they'll say, okay, listen, you know, the children around the world, we've been, we've been taking them at night and giving love to them because they're not given getting enough love. And, um, they'll tell me things like that. So that, you know, cause without love, a planet just, it rots, it decays, it devo- devolves. So they'll, they'll come and just tell me what's happening. Like, you know, with all the things they're doing and ask me if I want to help out at certain times. And yeah, it's, it's, I have, it's like family. They, they come and support me and yeah, I, I wouldn't have it any other way. Yeah. That's really cool. That's wonderful. <laughs> I know here in the U.S., some of the Native American tribes are working to give lakes, rivers, oceans, mountains, and other uh, bodies of land uh, legal personhood so that they can then uh, take responsibility for protecting those, um, for, for protecting nature as a legal person, which sounds really interesting because it sort of reminds me of how corporations are considered legal persons which is just ridiculous um but it's really cool that people could take that same train of thought and sort of turn it around to help um the environment um which what you were just saying kind of reminds me of that um i wonder if that's uh divine energy working through people to give them these amazing ideas uh, to be able to to engineer a system that could could work in favor of the planet instead of harming it I agree with you. And the interesting fact about the Native Americans, they're actually from off planet, their bloodline. So they have a lot of the ancient practices and connection to the lands and realms of spirits that they've kept within themselves on a genetic level. Um, when we were do- when I was working with Gaia, we were doing some studies on this, um, well, with this particular subject. So the Native Americans come from, are the offspring of the uh, pharaohs. Um, the ancient pharaohs in Egypt. And of course, the pharaohs were from off planet, that that bloodline was from off planet. So they, um, and what they did is they interacted in the realm of spirits just as much as the physical realm. And that's why the Native Americans have that in their genetics. And they have powers. They, if, if you look, they could do rain dances and it would rain. They were speaking to the elements and the elements were responding. So they have all that knowledge, you know, and this is what the ocean tells me. She tells me the same thing. She's like, I'm in pain, I'm hurt, and I need you to tell humanity to channel energy to me, to heal me. Just like we channel Reiki to each other and energy to each other that affects us, we can actually use the same method to heal the planet. These are ancient practices. You know, we had a group of priests and priestesses who traveled among the realms and planets, and they could they would make sure the frequency, the planet was in such a high frequency, and, and the planet, the spirit, was happy and well and in a, it, just flowing in the d- divine symphony. And that's what we need to, to realize is that the earth is an ancient spirit and we can mm. channel energy to her to bring mm. her frequency up. We had no deserts originally. We had no disease. We had no starvation, suppression. We had none of these ha- things happening. 
is only happening because of Earth's frequencies right here. We need to learn how to channel energy into the planet and steer her into higher frequencies. And we have that ability. Amazing. Uh, I have so many different <laughs> thoughts and directions here, but um, I guess, okay, so, so th there's one part of the conversation around you know, healing the planet. And, and I want to come back to that, but I, I, I just, I, I'd be remiss to, if I didn't ask about more about the, the ET stuff, cause I'm <laughs> super, super fascinated about that. And it's definitely, you know, my dream to, to hang out with them or, you know, you know, to, to meet them. And, you know, I, I, I believe they exist, but I, I can't say that I know that because I, you know, haven't necessarily had like a direct experience, you know, in that way. So when they're, you know, when they're showing up for you, do they, <laughs> like just practically i'm just curious like do they literally just like pop into your room is it something that's more like in your mind's eye like what like what are the, the mechanics of, of your interaction with them um so i go into their ships i can summon their ships sometimes i help with the um children the hybrid children um they also are running some programs specific races to put ET DNA into people. And the sole purpose of it is to help them to become back multidimensional because they don't want the planet to become um, where people are too 3D and they're not making choices. They're not doing actions from their spirit. They're doing actions from a very low frequency that's cut off from the spirit realms, which is actually dangerous because that creates um, ripples in time and space. And that's why we've had, you know, mm. dictators in the past who have created a lot of damages because they were so cut off from their soul energy and from the realm wow. of spirits. They were basically like walking dead and making decisions that were absolutely awful. The more a person is shut down, the more they're going to make decisions that are deadly for themselves and others. So by bringing in this DNA, they're helping to keep them connected to the realms of the spirits. <laughs> They're doing this to try to help out the, the planet and the frequency of everyone on the planet. In essence, their DNA is just a higher frequency. That's like a gift they're given to people so that because the, the these 3D bodies used to be in high frequency and then they got the we we kind of walked away from that. We mm. forgot that. So by giving their DNA, which is a high frequency back. With that high frequency we forgot long ago, they're just bringing it and weaving it back into us so that we can reascend into the realms of the spirits and also the realms of the extraterrestrials and be multidimensional again. So it's a beautiful gift. Um, so yeah, they appear to me, like like I said, like me sitting here, they appear to me. They all appear to me in a group, um, sometimes the different councils. They also, um, you know, I go into their ships. We also monitor for what I call lower energy um entities that are trying to affect earth that right now i feel have a huge what what are uh some of our leaders i'm not saying all the leaders around the earth are bad or mm -hmm. evil but i'm saying there's definitely some elite who are doing some some dark practices um dark magic dark occultic practices so they intervene on that to try to clear out those spirits because those spirits just suck energy uh, um, and, and they're very devastating for the planet. So they intervene to try to just clear those out. Um, it, it really honestly depends. Sometimes they'll appear like I'll just look and I'll just see the face flash or like the other night we, I was talking telepathic light language to them. They were 
talking telepathic like language back to me and they were like listen you are going to a new level and a beam of light came down into me so that was the experience that i had last night they were telling me that the white buffalo woman is actually um hathor the mm. egyptian cow goddess which makes a lot of sense. So they were telling me how these different religions have some truth in them, but it was taking back from, you know, much more ancient um, uh, energies and, and, and myths and, and things like that and beings that existed in energies. So they, they, they tell me things like this. So they show me codes and they also are able, you know, I, I have a friend that I'm doing the retreat center with here in Sedona, that um, a multidimensional temple retreat center. And I was in Las Vegas doing a conference there. And I have this ET and in every session he comes, he holds the ancient light. He, he pours that into people's bodies and he's like 19 feet tall. I, he never, ever like, you know, he always communicates with me what he's doing. Well, he, for this one time she had, her ribs were out of place. She was in bad pain. She opened her eyes and he had went to her and he put her ribs back into place. So that was really mm. nice of him. And she doesn't really, I mean, she's open to ETs, but she said that was such an experience just to see him. So he went on his own and did that. So kind of the ETs that work with me, if somebody's not doing well around me, they go and they <laughs> take care of it. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's beautiful. Wow. Well, hopefully you can send them a message to, to get in touch with us someday. You want me to arrange an abduction? Well, oh man, maybe be careful what I ask for, right? There was um, this guy and he's like, I don't think any teeth. And I'm like, hey, I tweeted him. I'm like, I can arrange for your abduction. Oh, he never boy. responded. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, it's fascinating. I'm, I'm noticing this, this theme, um, this, this connection between the the disconnection that people have with themselves right in in the in the trauma that we have within our own bodies and the way that we treat the planet and the way that we pollute yes. the planet it's like the way that we treat ourselves the way that we believe or the way that we think about ourselves is re reflected in the way that we treat animals and the the rainforest and the oceans and all of that and it seems like the big theme that the ets have for us is to bring awareness to that and start yeah. to transform that from within our own being. And the thing that we really have full control over, um, is, um, is starting with ourselves and clearing out, you know, all that, yes. all that negative energy. Right. So we must become pilots rather than co-pilots. Mm. And it's easy to see a lot of people are co-pilots. They're not mastering their energy fields. They're not even mastering their bodies, you know, People just think that their body is like a trash. They put everything, you know, in it and they, they expect it to work and it starts to break down. They don't know why people can't even take care of their bodies. And, you know, it, it's, 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 it's really, really intense and sometimes hard work to get people to understand, Hey, you know, you need to eat healthier. I, 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 I've been quite shocked all these years and I never, I'm, I, I never felt to be shocked about how people just basically eat all this fast food. They put all this stuff in their bodies. They don't even care about their body, sure. much less their soul. Imagine trying to get them to realize they have a soul and clear their energy so they can't even eat healthy. This has been a, it, it's been immense for me, you know, to, to teach people, you are what you eat. Your consciousness will function according to what you're putting in your body. Your cells are like, they, they, they have to be able to hold the energy of your body. Your cells are unstable. If you're putting all this junk food in your body, this has been, it's been a huge journey for me to awaken people just to eat and healthier. It's, it's 
it's been, like I said, <laughs> very hard journey. I remember years ago, I got laughed at for eating organic salads. <laughs> I was like, why are you eating organic salads? <laughs> oh man. It's important to actually put food that has electrical charge in it. In the ancient times, they would take their water. They would put it under the sun and moon and stars and charge it and drink it, even their food. We're not, we're eating all this cooked, depleted food. We're eating all of this, um, just, just processed stuff. And then it's dead. We're eating dead food and it's making our bodies more dead. If we start to eat um, foods that are charged with life force energy, with charged with cosmic energy, drink water that's charged with energy, that actually starts to light up our system and replenish it, regenerate it and rejuvenate it. Of course, it does what I said a while ago, it lights up your junk DNA and all of those things, the more energy you have within yourself. So for me, the biggest thing you can, a person can start with on this journey simply go eat a healthy diet. <laughs> it's that simple. <laughs> go eat your fruits, your vegetables. Simple but challenging, and, right? Yes. Can be uh-huh. challenging, mm-hmm. especially if we're used to eating in a particular way, right? And it makes us feel comfortable and safe. And then, you know, I've had well, my own experience. Yeah, so people who've had trauma are drawn. That, okay. So the system stores trauma. It, it, it stores it almost like a computer would store files. So it, it, the body has to be healthy enough to actually transmute that trauma out of it. Sometimes the body is so broken down. It's like, I can't process the, char- the, the, the trauma right now. Keep feeding me dense stuff that's gonna keep that trauma from being coming through and me processing it because I can't right now. That's why a lot of self-love a lot of um, bringing in just a lot of energy. When we bring in energy to our body, our system's like, okay, I feel better. I'm going to now promise process this trauma. I might cry for the next hour, but then it's going to be out and I'll feel better and lighter and lighter because all the trauma, even from our ancestors, the wars and everything has brought our energy field down. It's in our energy field and it's there until we actually bring it up, process it, face it and let it go. Then our energy can go up. So a lot of junk food, People who've had severe trauma, whether this lifetime or past lifetimes, or have a lot of ancestral karma, um, they're going to be the ones eating a lot of junk food and dense foods because they, they're not strong enough to process it. So for me, when I work on a person, I'm, I'm like, don't go change your diet right away. I like, first of all, bring in the energy as you bring in the energy. And then you're going to, your body's going to be like, okay, it's going to create better foods, higher frequency foods. And then it's going to get better and better and better. And then it's going to process that trauma and you can get through it. I've had a lot of clients go through that. Like I don't shift their diet. I'll have them take some herbs and whatever, but I generally never do them change their diet, but they get, start getting cleaner and clearer on an energetic level, more energy. They completely go shift their diet themselves. I don't have to get them to do that. Yeah. makes perfect sense. And you know, when, as you're speaking, I, I sort of see it visually when, you know, when we are born into this world, we're just like this brilliant multicolored bubbling light or like kind of sphere of energy. And we grow up and we get programmed with many negative beliefs, various traumas. We eat, you know, junk food, as you were saying, we breathe toxic air, we drink toxic water, and then over time, by the time we're adults or maybe you know maybe teenagers, for example, it's just like we've just accumulated all of these sort of uh, yeah, as you're saying, like dense energies, this like kind of like muck, right? In the way that um, 
you know, if you leave your car out on the street for a week or a month, it's going to accumulate this like layer of, of kind of dust and filth or, um, you know, an air filter, right? <laughs> if I leave it unwashed for a month, it's going to accumulate all this dust. And so we have this society of people walking around with all the just, just caked in dirt and dust, but it's not necessarily visible. Right. And so that's the yeah. challenge is like, it's, it's, it's something that is in the energetic field and you can feel it, right? Like certainly there's a difference when I'm feeling, you know, clear and sharp versus, you know, I'm feeling sluggish. Like I can, I can tell the difference, but it seems like one of the biggest challenges is that there's quite a lot of people that are walking around in this sort of very dulled and an anesthetized, I, I don't know how to say it. Anesthetized. Anest, thank you. Right here. <laughs> anesthetized state where, but they don't even know it. Right. So it's no. like, how is, like, you don't know. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's a vibrational prison. It's a frequency prison. Mm. And they don't even know that frequency exists. They don't even, most people don't know an aura or chakra exists. Mm. This is a, and, and this is another thing in, in, you know, in my field of work, it's like, I have some people that are like, what's an aura? They don't even, they're not even, <laughs> they have an aura. So it's, it's, yeah, no. So then, you know, we get up in the morning, we shower or we bath to clear our bodies and nobody's clearing their energy field. And that is eventually when you have a dense energy field, you're going to be depressed. You're going to be sick. You're going to manifest a life that is chaotic where, where, where you're, where you're like losing people, losing things, losing everything and no stability. So you're going to manifest a lot of negative things. You're going to manifest disease. And some people sadly manifest death because they don't understand that that dense energy blocks the cosmic energy, which then kills the body. So yes, this is, this is a, this is a huge problem in the, in, on the planet right now. So we have people walking around in a vibrational prison and they don't understand that depression is a vibration. Sickness is a vibration. They don't know there's a way out. And I have so much deep compassion for them because these people are living in emotional hell every day. And that emotional hell is manifesting a life of physical hell for them. And that's why we have ghetto ghettos across the world. That's why we have homeless. That's why we have third world countries because of this. If they cleared out those energies, I assure you their whole lives would change and shift. And no, for me, the work I do, it doesn't matter who you are. doesn't matter if you're a homeless person, you just start clearing your energies and bringing in higher energies. Your life will shift. It will start to become better. You will start to, to heal things will become so much better for you. The universe will open up all these opportunities for you. This is very, very important information for me to get across to people because being one with God, I feel that person across the world who's suffering. And it's mm -hmm. very humbling. I mean, you know, a lot of people look at me and they're like, she's very gifted and she's blessed on all levels. But you know what? I am. But what very much humbles me, what keeps me doing this work is the fact that sometimes I, I go in and feel everything around the world. I feel the oceans crying. I feel the, the forest crying, the, 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 the skies crying because the pollution, because yes, they're spirits and they hurt and they cry and they feel 
And humanity sadly does not know this. And I feel those children suffering and I feel the people suffering across the world. Mm. So for me, the information to get to humanity that to, to come through me from the divine is to tell them they have power and they can go ahead and tap into that power within and shift their realities because we have millions of suffering people around the world. Even people who look very well or who are very wealthy or celebrated on a worldly level, a lot of them suffer with depression and a lot of other you know, negative emotions that are tearing them down because they have not tapped into God's source. Because when you tap into God's source, you wake up and it doesn't matter what traumas happen to you. You wake up like a happy little child and you manifest everything that you need. And God blesses you. The divine blesses you. And for me, I'm so passionate about this because I, it hurts to see people hurt. And I know there's a way out for them. Yeah, Summer's very empathetic <laughs> as well. And um, yeah, I mean, I remember listening to your uh, you're talking about the oceans and 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 the whales and the the whales beaching themselves on an episode of, of Gaia, and that was like I started to cry because I was like really I, feeling. I still want to cry feel- from that. One. That's 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 yeah. very hard. Some of the experiences that I have, like I said, that's what keeps me so passionate about this because some of those experiences are very, they're very emotional for me. And mm-hmm. I, you know, I've had experiences of just feeling children dying of starvation and feeling with that homeless person sleeping out in the snow and rain. I I, I can feel what they feel. And, you know, it's, there's, I think there's a movie about that. Um, I forget the name of it. Um, it's an older movie. And he, literally this being, he, he makes people feel the pain of those they're hurting and says, listen, you need to stop this because we're all connected. We're all connected. And we need to start understanding that. And even though a lot of people aren't awakened to the fact that they're connected to that person that's sleeping on the street in the rain and snow, they are, and it's affecting their energy field and their emotions and their entire being. And they need to wake up to this. Sure. So it's important for us to understand we're all, con- we're, uh, we're connected to that ocean. We're polluting. We're connected to those skies that we're polluting. So we need to actually spiritually mature up and we need to, to, to step into our, our divine power and shift this. Because if we don't, this planet's going to look exactly like Mars. That was which once inhabited and now it's, it's barren. And we need to look at the, at the skies and at these planets and say, Hey, they came to end. Let's not let that happen to, to this earth where all life dies on it because we are just being terrible to ourselves and others and to the planet. Yeah. I read that when you die or when we die, we experience all the pain that we caused others. Mm Mm-hmm because we come aware of every aspect of like our connection to other people. Um, mm-hmm. And I also wonder, I don't know if you ever watched Battlestar Galactica, but I wonder if we just have been going back and forth between earth and Mars for like forever. Ooh, good question there. <laughs> um, so actually we've been replaying out almost like the movie Groundhog Day. We've been replaying this out until we actually get it right. So we replay this out over and over in different civilizations. We replay this out until we actually step into the divine God self within ourselves. So we're replaying this out, replaying this out until we fix that broken symphony. 
because right now we're living in a broken symphony and by fixing the energies in, within us and clearing the energies and bringing in the higher energies, we make that symphony beautiful again and that will channel to the whole world. So it's up to those of us who are awakened to go within and do the work and that will reflect upon all of creation on this planet and shift it. We don't even have to say a word. And that is the ultimate plan. And the divine is waiting for those who are waking up to step into that and to actually go in and do the work to completely channel the divine symphony through them and be a portal for that on this planet. That's what's going to be the enlightenment of humanity. It's, it's to channel the light through into all of humanity that will light them up. That, that sounds uh, great. Um, what do you think of when people say things like, we're going to jump ship and go live on Mars with your ex past experiences <laughs> with Mars? What yeah. do you think of that? Like, <laughs> to me, that sounds great question. Just, I can't even unpack how. <laughs> I don't want to say wrong because I don't think it's wrong to, to have aspirations or to imagine doing something great, but for the reasons why people talk about doing it, it just feels like not the right choice. And mm -hmm. I just think, why would you want to abandon our planet? It's beautiful. Uh, our planet is beautiful. Hey, I've lived on Mars, it's, but, but this planet is beautiful. You know, responsibility. Sure. There's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of horrible things happening on this planet but we need to actually spiritually mature up and say okay i'm here i sh i'm here what can i do to help out this planet rather than want to run away to some other planet and i understand people get overwhelmed and want to do that but you're not jumping ship and going to mars or somewhere else first you have to deal with uh the energies and the karma and everything else before you're able to even go into another realm and into you're going to go into, into, you'll be in the karmic loop until you clear everything out and then you'll be able to go to another realm. So, so the thing is, and, and, and if you're not learning your lessons and you're trying to escape them, then you're going to keep going to that karmic loop until you clear that karma, you clear those energies, and then you'll be out of that karmic loop. So you can't just go and die or go and jump uh, to, or time travel to another planet. That's not going to happen. So people may as well start dealing with this planet and dealing with the issues on this planet mm -hmm. and taking self-responsibility and spiritually maturing up and doing mm -hmm. the work that's needed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Earlier you were talking about suffering and, you know, in, with the, the animals and people and, you know, on the one hand, I think it's it's hard for me to understand why certain people do the things they do without the realization mm. that we're all connected right so if we realize we're all connected there's like no reason to steal from someone else there's no reason to harm someone else because why would you harm yourself right and right. then on the other hand i think about this interplay of the light and the dark being kind of the the core, I suppose, mechanism for how God comes to know itself. God being coming from more of, I guess, a neutral space and not saying anything is good or bad, but just having the the the, the theater of the of the characters playing um the good guy and playing the bad guy. And then it's the clash, it's the conflict that creates the narrative of of life. And, and, and it being sort of a necessary function for 
our consciousness to evolve. Experience. I'm, yeah, yeah. So I'm curious what what your take is on that. I know you've shared some thoughts on that in, on other interviews. There is really no, in the end, there is really no, how can I put this? There is no evil to me. There's only beings and people who are so disconnected from their souls that they're mm. lost, that they mm. have, they're far from the, far from the divine frequency. Wow. Um, that for me, that's what, you know, cause I've spoken to some of the darkest beings that exist. And whenever I, I come to them with compassion and love, they're so shocked for it. They're like, listen, I've done terrible things. Why would you come to me with love? I don't deserve to be loved. And I say to them, I know you're, you did what you did because you got hurt at some point. Wow. And I understand this. And I would never want to bring more hurt and harm to you when you live every single instant of your being and pain. You live like that. Why would I want to bring more harm and pain to you? I just want mm -hmm. to bring you love and compassion because that's what I feel you need. And I have that for you. And it shifted some of the darkest beings. They were incredibly stunned that I brought them that. So for me, it, it's that more there's a disconnect going on mm. rather than, yes, there, there are beings that don't want to, to, to live in the light. Of course, they're allowed to not live in the light. They have to go live in their dimension. Oops, sorry, in their dimensions. Um, so it, it, it's, it's, it's it, right now because humanity's choosing to go into higher consciousness these beings either get to ascent or they go back to their realms where there's no light because they choose that. That's their own free choice. They get that. The divine doesn't force anything or anyone, any spirit, any ET, anything whatsoever. So it just, it, it really respects the, the choices of all. You know, some people might decide they just don't want to be good. So eventually they have to go into the realms where that's allowed so they can play that out until they learn, hey, that might not be the best thing for the choice for themselves and others. And they learn that there's consequences and then they can shift that. And sometimes they won't do that for thousands of years, but, but, but that's respected by the divine and that's respected by um, all beings. They're the, 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 the free choice. We have free choice. I don't think people understand this, though. We have free choice. Yeah. The thing is, the planet is going up. So you're going to see right. a lot of denser beings. They're either going to ascend, they're going to go back to their realms. Yeah, I totally agree that we have free will. And that leads me to wonder about, you know, given your experience with past lives, um, how much of our lives are planned out ahead of time by our souls? <laughs> Um, versus created in the moment. This is something that I kind of go back and forth on and it's a bit, a, bit, a bit puzzling to me because I'm aware of this idea that, mm. you know, we we kind of plan out who the characters are going to be, you know, oh, you'll play this role and you'll play that role and, yeah. you know, you'll be, my, you'll be my mother and you'll be my father and you'll be my <laughs> lover and it's like you'll be my acquaintance and um, then we kind of jump in. We're like, oh, I'm here now. Wow, look at this. This is fun, cool, and crazy, and horrible, all and all and all at once. Um, but then it, it at the same time, it does seem like. I mean, I would I would hope that once we're in the experience, that there are sort of like the moment to moment uh, aspects that are um, not necessarily planned out ahead of time. If that makes sense. 
That's a good question. So I can just tell you in my case, I chose to be here and chose to come to the earth. Um, some people though are caught in a karmic cycle, which in a way they chose it because they did things that they were, you know, wasn't good for themselves and others. They get caught in this karmic cycle. Mm. And they're kind of flung into the lifetime, lifetime, lifetime. So they'll, they clear that out. There's actually different levels to this. Like, I don't think I've ever been asked this question. So I'm trying to figure out how to explain <laughs> it. Some people, so some people choose to decide, choose to be here. Some people are caught in karmic cycles. Mm. Um, some people are born, their souls literally are born from earth. She's a mother. So then they come into the physical human bodies. Um, some people go, some spirits go into sometimes like wolves and different animals, then go into the physical body after. And I, I've seen like, okay, I've had these experiences where in a past life, a person, there's a cat and the, the I'm, and I know this is going to sound crazy, but I speak to animals well, and trees and stuff. I, I, this, and the cat I, nothing you like, will say will sound crazy for sure. Well, the cat is like, hey, in a past life, I was like this person and life in a human body was too much for me. So now I'm a cat. I'm getting all the nurture and I need. And, and it, it is quite <laughs> hilarious to me. Now I'm being spoiled. There was this one little dog and he's so taken care of and spoiled. And he was like, yeah, I was a gangster in a past life. Oh, and it's funny. What? He's a little bulldog too he's a little bulldog and he told me he was a gangster in a past life and it was really intense for him. And he was like, well, now he's like, I chose to have, you know, to be in a bulldog and this is great. Cause I get, I get taken care of and I'm a little King. And so he was expressing this to me. That's awesome. <laughs> so some times, you know, people they're like, okay, I, it's too much to be in a body. Um, I'm going to go, and live as an animal or a tree or, and this is why we need to really take care of nature because mm. those trees and stuff, they're all just like this body spirits can inhabit them and do mm. inhabit them. We're burning on the trees and stuff. We're burning Whoa. 3d physical homes of spirits. Yeah. So it, this whole, it, I mean, it would take me forever to explain to you the whole cycle wow. of, okay, did you choose to be here? Yes. Some people, some people, karmic loops, some people, it, born here came into a body so there's a lot of different pieces to that puzzle yeah, that, that makes sense that well that's interesting right yeah. so it's a mix of things and yeah, yeah. i was curious yes. about the mix of things related to free will because i've heard you mentioned several times in pretty much every interview that you've done that that we have free will or that you have yep. free will and i was wondering do you think we always have free will or how how do we have free will if when we are asleep or for those who are asleep for most of their uh, time here in this life, how do we have free will in those cases or do we not in and those so, cases? Humanity's burning off a lot of karma. And since they burned off a lot of karma, they're now able to actually awaken you before you can awaken. You have to clear a lot of karma and dense energies that's happening. So you're seeing an awakening go, go on. Until that's cleared, you're stuck in kind of a cycle. So once since that's being cleared, people are being allowed to wake up. And it was their free will to wake up. I mean, imagine if you remembered, I, I, if you remembered everything, it would kind of become boring, don't you think? <laughs> if you didn't have a state of sleep and this beautiful like awakening, 
you would completely remember everything and you would travel from planet to planet realm to realm and you'd be like oh i know everything <laughs> been there done that kind of boring. <laughs> so we choose sometimes to go to sleep literally just like me i chose to be in this body so we get to choose all these different um all these different uh experiences so they chose that experience they chose that they also knew that the, the they would evolve more going through these experiences and that's why they chose to go through them so you know the soul i know there's a lot of death and suppression out there but the soul never dies and it, mm. it's choosing experiences that in the end are going to make it evolve more and it's gonna it, i mean there's thousands of universes and and cosmos and and, and realms it's, it's a continue con, uh, eternal <laughs> traveler so death mm. in this body is not necessarily all that, you know, bad because it knows what it's doing. And I trust sure. the soul above all. Yes. So yeah, a lot were like, hey, we're going to go out and go down to earth and we're going to have a part in this cosmic play in the 3D world. And this is going to help us learn more about the 3D realms and it's going to help us have more experience before we continue on our journey. So yes, they have free choice and they, even those who are asleep, that was their free choice to come into that body and have that period of being asleep before they woke up. Mm. Yeah, what you're, what you're sharing is really important context for our lives here, right? Because, uh, you know, sometimes I, I mean, Summer and I go back and forth. We, we, we say like, okay, well, like what's, you know, we're talking about, oh, like ETs and angels and that kind of stuff. And it's, you know, it's interesting, but it's like, well, how is that useful or practical, right, to, to, our lives here, but but what you're sharing is like, in, in a way, it sort of it, it takes the pressure off of 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 this lifetime in the sense, like, yeah, like I am motivated to have a great life and to create you know positive impact on the world, but at the same time, to see myself as that kind of little speck in the grand like multiverse, right, and all the possible realities and dimensions, it's like. Yeah, this is just like a fraction of a fraction of what exists. all everything of what exists and 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 what I'm yes. going to what I'm what I'm currently experiencing. We just don't even have the hardware to be aware in one instance of what all the possibilities are and what is occurring at every different level of existence or at every different dimension. So, mm. you know. <laughs> Well, it's, it's not that we don't have the hardware. We have the hardware. We just don't know. A lot of people just don't know how to use that hardware. That's mm. the thing. So right. it's about learning how to use that hardware. And once you do, you can tap into most anything. And I'll tell you, I've seen stuff that is like, oh, this thing is like, how old? It's the last remaining thing from another universe, creation from another universe. So it, it's a beautiful experience. And I... I do feel that since humanity has been asleep for such a long time that when they wake up, they're going to be so joyous and happy and so filled with bliss, you know, they're going to really appreciate it and be thankful for it and have gratitude for it Absolutely. and not take it for granted. Absolutely. Yeah. Like you were saying that we just don't know how to use the hardware. That's right. That's yeah. more so what I mean. It was like earlier when you were mentioning about parts of our brain lighting up that we don't usually use, or I really think the term junk DNA is just a hilarious 
oxymoron like since when does nature create anything that's not there for a reason it's just like how many times we have to relearn that lesson i just don't it's so funny so it's going to be interesting to see i'm sure very soon and multiple times in our lifetime uh, on the physical realm we'll we'll find out how wrong we were about that um and of course (laughs) if you dig a little bit deeper and go into the spiritual realms realms like you were saying uh, there's so much more to it in 200 years, you know, they'll finally understand me. I, I'm just joking. <laughs> they'll be no. like, she was on point, like Nikola Tesla here. Um, <laughs> he wasn't quite from this planet either, but that's a whole nother story. Oh, yeah, fascinating. So cool. I had a VHS tape about him when I was a kid, when I was like eight years old. <laughs> and I put it in the tape player and it would go in and I would watch it over and over and over again. Nice. Yeah, no, um, he's, he was, it's funny because a lot of his work uh, where he talked about actually tapping into the cosmic energies to charge the body, that's all been hidden. They make Mm. everyone think that he was just looking, he was just trying to, you know, do these devices, but he had a lot of, he had had brought down a lot of knowledge on how to tap into the cosmic energies, electrical um, universe. And that, yeah, that's been hidden. So interesting. There's like uh, another man in uh, Florida who was uh, a few generations after Tesla or no, maybe before I can't remember his name. Do you remember the man in Florida that built the coral castle? Castle. Yeah, I know. I know about that. Yes. I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Sorry. Um, Apologize (laughs) to whoever runs the coral castle. We'll we'll fix that. But um, apparently he understood the same. His name Ed. I have no idea. Uh, apparently he understood the same things that, Ed, or that um, yeah. Tesla understood and he built this castle mm-hmm. alone. So it's just, and he, I think he was Hungarian too, like Tesla. It was very crazy. I was like, when they must, Americans must be missing out on some secrets <laughs> or just some ancient knowledge or natural knowledge. I do believe the pollution is like really messing with people here. Um mm. No. So I know who you're talking about. And he, that's, he used a similar method to how the pyramids were built. Yeah. It's yeah, so cool. So it, he was like 90 pounds and he built this like t- several ton pound castle. Or like had, yeah. He, when you condense energy, it makes solid matter. So he most likely had that ability and he was using it. So that's yeah. what he was doing is it was creating salt. He was creating solid matter out of energy. Sure. So yeah, people are going to send back into those powers. They're just, they're just blocked from them until they actually spiritually grow up and mature up and start to yeah. take control of their energy fields and their bodies. And then they'll get these superpowers. I know it's, it's hard for people to understand and, you know, even fathom, but it's, it's there and it's, it's the future of humanity. I mean, we, we have God flowing through us. Nothing is impossible. That's for sure. I totally agree. And that's definitely my, my, my big takeaway from your, um, your experiences and, you know, just learning about other people similar (laughs) to you as well, just to remember how amazing we are as human beings, um, and powerful and that we do have the ability to, you know, create whatever reality we want. And, um, you know, we spoke about diet as being, you know, one of the the key ways or kind of like a, a straightforward way to maybe not so straightforward, but relatively simple way to 
you know, start to start to you know build build those powers back up but um you know just practically you know are there other kind of dimensions or things that you would recommend for people that are listening they're kind of like wow this is so crazy this is so interesting i never knew that but you know where do i start you know like what because we where we can start is with ourselves so okay we can change mm-hmm. our diet but then where like what what are some of the other categories to do what the ancients did they would go and they would sit under the moon and they would ask the moon to fill them their bodies their cells their organs with its divine frequencies and they would ask mm. the stars they would mm. ask the planets and the sun and the earth and that that that's really quite life-changing because then it shifts our frequency shifts our life it shifts everything and you start to feel alive again because a person who has energy in them they're literally alive. We have a lot of walking dead in the world where people <laughs> don't have very much energy in them. The more that a person has um, energy in them, the more they're in God consciousness. So we can literally, you know, just request those energies flow into us and they will do so. And I think that's probably one of the beginner steps of, of, of really shifting yourself and accessing higher frequencies. Just, you know, you can go sit on the mountain and the mountain is full of high frequencies. The rocks are ask these different um, ancient spirits that are in solid 3d physical form to channel the higher frequencies into you and they'll willingly do so great yeah i'm thinking we should probably wrap up soonish but i'm curious um, <laughs> I, I mean we could there's so there's, there's like so literally much here. It's just like it's, it is infinite <laughs> <laughs> you are infinite as are we um yes this, and i i wanted to go ahead yeah. oh well i, I was just gonna to ask say, Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, I was going to ask, you know, is there, you know, you have a podcast, like where can people learn more about your work and, and, and about you? So um, they can find me on the World Wide Web at www.sarahradams.com. And that's Sarah with an H. And I, um, I'm doing retreats right now where I teach people how to speak to ETs and open stargates. So this is, this is great. I love doing this work. Also, you know, of course I do a lot of work for Gaia TV so they can find me on George, George Nori and also on, um, Buzzsaw with Sean Stone. I did that, um, a while back and I did just did ancient civilizations. So I'm excited about that because there's some beautiful information and divine information in that. Yeah. Thank you for having me on your podcast. I want to finish off by saying, you know, humanity, a lot of people think that God has turned their backs. Mm. It's back on them when actually it's humanity that's turned its back on the divine, which has been there all Mm. along. And the divine deeply loves humanity, cares about humanity because it sends some of its highest beings to aid them in every possible way. And humanity is unconditionally loved. And one day it will, it will awaken to this. And I have deep faith in that. And I have deep faith in humanity that they, you know, they're going to awaken at some point. Mm. And until then, we just, you know, we get to do the work on ourselves. We get to channel in higher frequencies and, and have faith that everything's going to be okay. Well said. I completely agree. And yeah, thank you so much for this uh, really amazing conversation. And Aww. yeah, thank you for <laughs> thank you for joining. And um, if you're still here, listening, watching, thank you for tuning in. 
And definitely make sure to visit our website at lifeeconomy.com for more episodes or share this episode with a friend and or uh, leave us a review on iTunes and go check out Sarah's work. Um, her podcast is uh, Cosmic Conversations, some, yes. some, some uh, excellent episodes there as well. Um, yeah, and thank you so much. Thank you, Sarah. Thank you. I love doing this. Thank you.